Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Specifically this week, all things green tea. The last couple of weeks we've been talking about green tea, and this will be our final show covering this topic. We have spoken about the beautiful history of green tea, and last week we spent a lot of time talking about the health benefits of green tea. I used words like xanthines and EGCG, which is really just fancy talk for stimulants and antioxidants, and we went over the wide range of studies and information that's out there showing the things that green tea can do to help improve your health and your sense of well-being. The whole point of the show is to try to get you to drink more tea and to enjoy the tea that you do drink even more so than you already are. If you are curious after last week's show to try some green tea, maybe even for free, do you really know what you are looking for when you go shopping for green tea? Well, that's what this week's show is really all about. We are going to talk about how to choose a good green tea and how to make an amazing cup or pot of green tea. Well, how do you choose a green tea? You know, when you go shopping, they have all kinds of names for green teas. Gunpowder, Gyokuro, Sencha, Dragon's Well, Bilochun, Matcha. These are all different famous types of green tea, and we're going to delve into each one of them specifically. Many of you know that I am a wine drinker, and I do love my wines. And just like I can't talk about just red wines, you've got to go into the grapes and the varietals, we're going to do the same thing with green tea. At some point in the future, we are also going to delve into many of these famous types of green tea and really understand the subject in a really deep, meaningful, and enjoyable way. I promise you, it's going to be really fun to get into each one. Choosing a quality green tea is important if you're going to enjoy it, and it's hard to know how to do that especially if you're choosing green tea in tea bags. First of all, you can't see the tea. And second of all, the green tea that's generally in tea bags is Fanning's. It's a really fine cut tea. And green tea, by its nature, is a little temperamental. And when you put it in a tea bag and you use those really fine cut Fanning's, that green tea is hard to make in a good way, in an enjoyable way. Oftentimes it comes out really bitter. We're going to try to show you some ways that you can improve on that, but tea bags are tough on green tea. Better for black teas. Black teas are a lot more forgiving. But boy, green teas and tea bags, that's a tough combination. Loose leaf tea is much better. But the question is, how do you know what you're looking for when you look for good loose leaf green tea? It's a tough thing, right? Well, I want to spend a little time talking about how we here at the shop look at our teas when they come in. We're going to actually tell you what I do when the fresh leaves come in and I'm looking at them and examining them or maybe cupping samples. The number one thing to remember is that we just use our senses. Sight, smell, touch, and of course, taste. When a fresh tea comes in for our cupping and for our sampling, the first thing I do is I lay it out on a piece of paper that's white or on a desk that I have that's also white or maybe even in the palm of my hand and I just look at it and I lay those leaves out the first thing I'm looking for is the size of the leaves now I'm not concerned too much if some leaves are long and some leaves are short because 
T's can be of varying lengths. But what I want is there to be an evenness amongst that type of T. So the more even the leaves are in the sample, the better the T is. They're going to infuse at equivalent rates of time. And that's really a sign of a good T if the leaves are all about the same size and length. Also, I look at the color of the tea. If it's a fried tea, I'm looking for kind of a light or yellowish green, kind of a pale green. And if it's baked green tea, it'll be a little bit darker, almost like a seaweed color, really, really rich, dark, like beyond olive, almost pine green. It's beautiful. I also want my leaves to be a little shiny. They should have the oils that really help the flavors present themselves. If you sort of touch the tea, like let's say it's in my hand and I'm sort of touching the tea and I uh, handle the leaves a little bit. I don't want the leaves to be crumbly or break too easy. That's a sign that a tea is either old or been baked for too long. It's too dry and it probably won't have that sheen I'm looking for either. So the taste will be like that. It'll be a little cakey, a little old, a little dry. So the touch and the sight are really, really important. Green tea and all teas for that matter should smell great. It should be fragrant, and you should have a little floral note to it. With green tea, a little nuttiness, a little grassy flavor. I particularly like to smell the leaves when you first get the package dry, like when the packages first come in from overseas and we actually break them open and cut them open. The smell that is released from those packages is absolutely divine. I also like to smell the teas a little wet. What I mean by that is... I take a wine glass and I put in about a teaspoon of tea at the bottom of the wine glass. And I usually use a red wine glass that really works for this. And then I pour in about a tablespoon of hot water. Now that's not going to steep the leaves. It's just going to moisten all the leaves and I make sure that they're all uh, wet and uh, touching the water. And then I put my hand on top of the cup. And I wait for about 10 or 15 seconds. And then I remove my hand off the top of my, the cup and stick my nose deep into that glass. And from that, I can get a really, really rich and full scent of what the tea is going to be like when it's ready to be cupped. But of course, the reason we're doing all this is because we want a great tasting cup of tea. And really, the tasting is the most important part of this whole process of grading green tea or any tea for that matter. So that's what I'm going to show you next, how to properly make your cup of green tea. When we come back, not only will I show you how to make a great cup of tea, but I will show you how you can get some free tea from me, and we will also answer our question of the week. Stay with me here on Steeping Around. Susan, what's happening? So, um, I'm going to need you to stay a little later today. Uh, we need to play a little catch-up. If you could do that for me, that would be great. Need a little something to help you push through your workday? Forget that created in a chemistry lab five-hour energy beverage. We've got something better. A delicious drink that will give you the jolt you need plus health benefits. This drink increases metabolism and attention span and decreases the risk of cancer, diabetes, and heart problems. Can you guess what it is? If you said tea, you're a genius. The Maya Tea Company offers a huge selection of decadent tea blends at an unbeatable price. 
So whether you're in the mood for something light or bold, hot or cold, Maya Tea has just what you need. And even better, you can get it right from your desk. Just log on to www.mayatea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and save an extra 15% of your hard-earned paycheck by entering the word STEEP in the coupon code. You know, STEEP, as in steeping around. No problem getting through today. back here on Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we're continuing our discussion on green tea. After listening to last week's show and all of the health benefits about uh, green tea, how many of you went out and bought green tea? Did you try it? Did you love it? If not, perhaps you're not making it right. Did you get a taste that was really bitter or sharp, grassy maybe? Did the enamel on your teeth scream for mercy? Don't worry, I have been there. Trust me, I get that too occasionally. And we can fix all that. I can show you very easily how you can make a great cup of green tea. But first, you kind of have to break some bad habits. In this country, we are traditionally taught about how to make black tea using boiling hot water and steeping for six minutes. Well, we're going to have to change some of those habits if you intend to drink green tea and really enjoy it. First of all, remember, this is my number one tip. I always say this when we talk about making a good cup of tea. Good tea requires good water. And good water is that which tastes good at room temperature. Simple as that. If it tastes good at room temperature, it will make excellent tea, I promise you. The next big concern for green tea is the water temperature. Like I said, we're trained to use boiling hot water, and that is just too hot. Green tea, when you put it in boiling water, bites back. It does not like boiling hot water. And the tea will turn bitter, and it will turn sharp, and it will come back at you. And that's that taste and that feeling that a lot of people really dislike about it. It is much, much better to use steaming hot water about 180 degrees, that's 30 degrees less than boiling. So if your water does get to boiling, wait a couple of minutes for it to cool down before you put the tea or the tea bag in it. The next big mistake we talked about was the time. Typically we like to put our black tea in for six minutes. That's way too long for green tea. Again, bites back, six minutes, not appropriate for green tea. Try like a minute, minute and a half, maybe two minutes if you like it strong, but that's more than ample for most green teas. Just a minute or two, and that will give you the kind of cup that you really wish for. Another concern is to make sure that you use the right amount of tea, which is about a slightly rounded teaspoon, like a slightly rounded cereal spoon, per eight ounce cup. Don't use too much of it. If your green tea goes bitter, Using more is not the solution. Try using less. That will help you out a great deal as well. Another big concern is to use fresh tea, especially when you're talking about loose leaf tea. Fresh tea is usually easy to find if you're getting it from a trusted purveyor. 
Keeping it at fresh is also pretty easy. Tea basically has four enemies, light, heat, air, and water. If you keep your tea in a metal or glass container that's airtight and store it in a cool, dark, dry place, like a cabinet, most cabinets are great, you will be fine. Most places where you would probably store your cereal are probably okay. Don't put it on top of the refrigerator. It's warm there. But most places that are cool and dry and dark are excellent, especially if tea is stored in an airtight container. You don't need to put it in the freezer. I know a lot of people who are coffee drinkers store their coffee in the freezer. Coffee is beans. Tea is leaves. You don't want to put leaves in the freezer. You can put it in the fridge, but I don't think that's really necessary. It's, it's not that much help. As long as you are keeping it in a cool, dark, and dry place, you're fine. And fresh green tea is good for a year if it's stored properly, even up to 18 months. But I usually am good for about a year with it. And you'll find that it will remain fresh and wonderful for a long time if you've bought a lot. So have we inspired you to try green tea yet? You should be confident at this point in your knowledge about buying and making a really good cup of green tea. So please go out and get some great green tea and make some for yourself and for a friend. After you've impressed them with your tea making skills and your knowledge, tell them about this funny lunatic that you know. Turn your friends on to our show. You can listen to the show at www.foodradionetwork.com or you can automatically download the show for free as a podcast when using your iTunes account. When we come back, I will tell you how you can get some free green tea from me and answer our question of the week, which asks about being really fashionable while drinking green tea. Join me in a moment here on Steeping Around. <sighs> Are you tired of those groggy mornings, but coffee is wreaking havoc on your body? Good news. Tea isn't just an alternative to coffee. It's a solution all its own. Many tea varieties boast as much caffeine as coffee, with dramatically fewer side effects. Say goodbye to that dehydrating, stomach-shaking, teeth-grinding habit and say hello to Maya Tea. The Maya Tea Company blends the best quality tea leaves with subtle, tantalizing flavors like vanilla, apricot, raspberry, and many more. So whether you're in the mood for light and grassy or bold and toasty, Maya Tea has what you're looking for. <sighs> Plus... Now you can save more than ever on your tea purchases. Just log on to www.mayatea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and enter the word STEEP into the coupon code. And welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking green tea. Perhaps I should be talking free green tea. How can you get a free package of green tea from me? Well, send in a question for me to answer. If you send me a question and I answer it on the air during our question of the week, I will send you a free pack of green tea. The easiest way to reach me is via email. 
My email address is steep at mayatee.com. That is S-T-E-E-P at mayatee.com. You can also friend us on Facebook if you love the show. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And as always, you can visit us at our website at www.mayatea.com. This week's question is, Green tea is all the rage these days. How can I be ultra hip while drinking my green tea? This is a very interesting question because green tea is very cool. We talked about it last week during our heat wave here in Arizona, how green tea and Chinese medicine is a cooling tea and will actually help the body with its inflammation. But we're talking about cool in a different way. How can I be really fashionable when I'm drinking green tea? And there is a way to drink green tea and really enjoy it in a way you might be surprised. It's the way I drink green tea because, of course, I'm so cool. One of the wonderful ways that myself and a couple of other tea professionals I know drink green tea is out of Pilsner glasses. I'm not kidding you. Yes, those tall 16-ounce glasses that are traditionally used for beer, we drink out of that glass and literally put some tea leaves at the bottom of the glass, fill it up with hot water, not all the way to the top because you need to have the rim because you got to have a place to be able to pick up the glass because the glass is going to get very, very warm when it has hot water in it. And we just leave the green tea in there. And, you know, eventually it sort of just settles to the bottom. And then we just sort of gently sip on it for the next 20, 30 minutes and enjoy that very, very tall glass of green tea. But the cool thing about green tea is you can infuse it multiple times. So just as we're getting to the bottom of the glass, I refill that glass with hot water. And, you know, again, we get to watch those leaves sort of dance around and reinfuse. And all of a sudden, I have a second cup of green tea. Guess what? I can do it up to four times. Now, the second, third, and fourth infusion do not have any caffeine. Nonetheless, you can still get great flavor. In fact, the second and third infusion may even taste better than the first. So a great way to enjoy that green tea is just to do it out of a Pilsner glass and to watch all those leaves dance and infuse and do their thing. And it looks so cool when you're doing it that way. For the guys, if you're trying to be really cool, Choose a green tea with a tough name. Things like Gunpowder or Dragon's Well, the Chinese name is Longjing. That's a tough, cool tea. And if you're trying to be hip and, you know, it's not as masculine as drinking that swig of black coffee, here's a way you can show your friends that, hey, I'm drinking gunpowder tea, man. Anyway, I'm just kidding. But it is a fabulous way to drink green tea, and I think you can really enjoy it because you can see it and smell it and really get into the experience when you're using a tall, clear Pilsner glass. Next week, we move on from green tea onto one of my really true favorite types of tea, oolong tea. I love oolong teas. And the fresh oolong teas from 2010 have just arrived, and... I can't wait to share more about these fabulous teas. They're, they're amazing. They really are some of my favorites. So please be sure to tune in. Thanks for listening to me this week. And until next week, please remember, life's just way more fun when you are steeping around. 